Hello, hello, welcome to episode 38 of Saddest Nights Out. My name is Roy and I am the host of this daily podcast. Today's podcast is coming to you from Seabright Arms, a show I saw on Thursday the 26th of April. It was Youth Sector and Queen Z. If you listen to episode 37, first of all, there's something very wrong with you because I specifically told you not to listen to it, but thank you all the same. But if you listen to that one, you'll know I was very much dragging my feet about going to this show for one reason or another. But I'm glad I did go. And the two bands that I saw were Youth Sector and Queen Z. I got there a bit late. I arrived about halfway through Youth Sector's set. By the way, Seabright Arms is a pub with a music venue in its basement about 10 minutes walk away from Bethnal Green Station, so East London. Got there about halfway through Youth Sector set and the story you hear me tell at the start of our interview is that I got there just as the lead guitar, the singer's guitar pedal seemed to not be working. He was hunched over them, over them trying to get them to work. His bassist was kind of hunched over as well and then the sound guy came up to the stage to try and get them to work. Neither of them could make it work so the guitar, the singer said the rest of the set will be played without effects, which should be fun. And then he said the next song is called Success, which made me laugh. But the show was really good. They make the kind of danceable indie rock that made me like guitar music in the first place. And that's something easier said than done. So I really enjoyed their show. After they played, I went up to the stage, said, hey, your set was great. Do you mind if I talk to you for my podcast? And I got the classic bemused enthusiasm of, uh, sure, why not? Some uh, The singer said he was free to talk, but the others had to go shortly. Went, up st- went outside and found them there. And they had some time, so we had a quick chat outside the venue. And it was a fun talk. Of course they're from Brighton, because there's just something in the water in Brighton right now. And of course they know the band Fur, because if you make music and you're in Brighton and you haven't heard of Fur, then there's something wrong with you. So that would be the first conversation you hear me have with Youth Sector, who are Nick, the singer and guitarist, Brad, the backing singer and lead guitarist, Carl, the drummer, and Josh, the bassist. Then after that, I went back downstairs to check out the band Queen Z, who are like... If if Youth Sector reminded me of the strokes of Franz Ferdinand, then Queen Z were like Electric Six meets Scissor Sisters meets Queens of the Stone Age. It's very heavy, very theatrical, a fantastic show. And halfway through the set, the singer, I'm guessing Queen Z themselves, told a story about their history with live music, a show they saw when they were 15 years old. And I don't know why, but I felt compelled to bust out my phone and record the audio for it. So that will be what you hear after the first conversation. It's Queen Z talking about when they first saw Bullet For My Valentine when they were 15. Then after the show I spoke to, I was really tired and just starving and on my last legs. But I wanted to talk to the band. So I spoke to the bassist who was still on stage packing up their stuff. And then I spoke to Queen Z who was at the merch stand. And I don't know, I feel like... My standard of interviewing, if I have such a standard, slipped a little here. I asked them both, if because there are a lot of mentions to the singer's romantic history in their songs, I asked both of these members of the band, if their band had a Tinder profile, what would the bio be? And then I spent the rest of the night wincing about the fact that I asked that question, because it feels a bit of an embarrassing question to ask. It's the kind of question where if Heat magazine interviewed bands that's the type of question they would ask i just feel like i'm better than that and i feel like they deserved better so i look forward to seeing that band again so that i can have the conversation they deserve because they were a very good band hopefully the audio i captured during the show will give more of an insight to the type of artists they are because they are very interesting
And they also did a cover of Bonkers by Dizzy Rascal, which will mean I never hear that song in the same way again. So thank you both to Youth Sector and Queen Z for talking to me. I will, of course, put links to where you can find their music in the notes for this episode. And then I'll play some sort of demo of some sort of music after you hear these conversations. So enjoy, and I'll see you in a bit. It's more a rush to get everything off than, yeah. uh, than anything else, yeah. Right, well, I've hit the cord, and this is like as high five as it gets by the time in your faces. So we're outside the Seabright Arms, and I have just seen Youth Alert. You said, that's how new you are, too, like literally. I had the, the, the Dice app on, not even Dice app, it was a London in stereo. Any three gigs on tonight, and it was yours and one at the Old Blue Last, and they've been there tons of times. So I'll come to this one instead. And I got in as soon as your gear, like you were trying to sort your gear out. Oh, no. And then I started filming when everyone gathered around your pedals. They're like, oh, no, it's not going to happen. And then you said the next song is called Success. I couldn't help it. They definitely planned this, and it's paid off. All right, so I'm outside the Sea by Arms, and I am with Josh and Carl and. Brad and Nick and what do you each do in the band I'll go back across I am the vocalist and guitarist uh-huh. I'm the uh, back and vocalist and lead guitarist drums <laughs> bass <laughs> so oh uh, and Justin your dad's back is he good to so I'm not interrupting you am I no that's, that's cool. all right. so who met who first in the band uh, us three met each other first, uh, as in me, Brad, and Carl. Uh, we uh, met like very early on at uni, and then uh, we started the band with a different bassist. And then Josh just couldn't get enough. Uh, so <laughs> what, what actually happened? What actually happened was uh, after their old bassist got tired of him left, they, they were like, "We need someone hot, someone cool, <laughs> some, someone sexy." And then they came to me, and I was like, "I don't know." Why, <laughs> my exact my exact words were, "Why should I?" But they gave me money, and here I am. So, uh, so how long <laughs> how long has this four piece existed then uh, yeah well we just we just launched in uh, in uh, January with our first single so yeah it's basically since January we've started doing this material. January 2017 yeah, 2018, 2018. so literally like a couple of months ago yeah so how old is the material that you played tonight then that since January, since yeah. January. Yeah, yeah everything tonight since January yeah. so everything with the old bases is kind of been Gone. Uh, no. Basically, yeah. yeah. The, the hey, basically, yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey. Seriously, the jokes just keep coming with you guys. If the music doesn't work out, I'm just saying there's a plan B right there. So, what's in the near future for youth? I've forgotten it already. Youth sector. Youth sector. I'll never forget it. After. What's, what's in the near future for youth sector? What are you up to next? Uh, we got. We just come out of the studio recording two new singles, uh, including success. Not. It's less crackly. The uh, recording. <laughs> the crackle works. I'm just saying. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I loved it actually. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so we just recorded that and uh, another track called Automatic, um, and uh, yeah, they're going to be coming out sort of at the either side of summer, uh, potentially a music video. That's the word on the street. The word on the street. Um, yeah. So yeah, some releases uh, later in the and year. And what That's exclusive info? Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, Fox. A world exclusive. Finally. <laughs> and what about playing live? Where and when can other people check out your show? Uh, we've got a show coming up on May the 5th at Sticky Mics in Brighton uh, May the 9th at Tunbridge Wells Forum uh, and that's it for now isn't it we got the yeah. well yeah yeah yeah, that's all we've got for now. Uh, yeah. Where are you guys actually from? Where are you based? Brighton. We are from Brighton. Yeah. Have you heard of the band Fur? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they've also been guests on this podcast, oh, so that's yeah. pretty elite company along. Yeah, What's going on in Brighton? Are there any other bands in Brighton right now that people should know about? Definitely uh, Hake. Yeah, Hake. Sure. Yeah. Stranger Girl. Friends bands. Hake, Stranger Girl. Hake, Stranger Girl. Safe, to Safe to Swim. Yeah, My High. Definitely more, but off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. Jumanji. Jumanji. Well. Very good. Yeah. So you're saying... The material we heard today was from January, like at the earliest. Yeah. Yes. And have you just started playing as this four-piece since January? Uh, we had, uh, we did a few gigs under a different name before, um, and but like all, yeah, playing this set with all this stuff and releases is all since January. Yeah. So how many gigs have you played before this one tonight? Under uh, this name, yeah. under this name, it was only like three or four, I think. Yeah, no, we've done more than three, more than three or four. Yeah. Maybe ten, ten, no, about ten. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Then the figures are hazy here. Uh, <laughs> between three and ten. <laughs> I guess that you're having that much fun, they all yeah, kind yeah, of blur yeah, into yeah, one, yeah, so yeah, you lose track of what's what. And what are your ambitions? Like this time next year, what do you hope to have achieved? Like Coachella, boy. Yeah. Um, we've been asking Arctic Monkeys if they'll support us um, at our next gig but they haven't replied so if they can reply to us by next year yeah. that'd be great hopefully we get the edge uh, on a track you know <laughs> yeah no this, this time next year hopefully gigging a lot more festivals, festivals yeah, yeah, yeah like, we want to be on the festival circuit yeah. Uh, yeah is there more material in the works beyond what you're looking to record and release this year yeah we've got another track in the works and uh, like a few ideas floating about beyond that so like pretty much now is when the writing begins for the singles after the next two so yeah plenty so, of stuff so right now it's just odd singles here and there and playing yeah. live are you already thinking about EP or album or something like that no, no. we haven't got it at the moment yeah. not at the moment but I don't know how, how much of a good idea an album is at that, like anymore with like the way everything's working like it seems like putting everything in one one big album yeah. seems like a bit of a waste it's, yeah, it's at, at the moment like releasing like just single after single people are, it keeps people interested you know what I mean it's yeah. like people keeps people on their toes like for a band now level putting out an album now means like every every song on it is like it's not going to have like any room to breathe so yeah. and where can people find these these singles that you're talking about where can people find them online only, uh, only in the library not online <laughs> it's all on the deep web <laughs> Uh, no, Spotify, SoundCloud, all, iTunes, all streaming all services, services yeah. man. YouTube yeah. as well, yeah. We're okay. Everywhere you can ever look. Cool. Thank you very much for your time, guys. Yeah, and it was a great show tonight. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. Cool. Do you mind if I take a quick picture? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. for my Valentine. 15 year old me went, this speaks to me. This is who I really am. I have connected on a different level, so I said to myself, okay, baby Z, we're gonna go to the Bullet for my Valentine concert in Manchester. And I went on my own. So I, all my friends, they liked end-ups. It was like 2009, Daffy was massive. I mean, look, looking back at that, we had those hats as well, didn't we? Like the, the tassels. They did not age well. But anyway, I went to the concert, turned up. There's a band called Bleed and Frill on, and I saw the mosh pit, and I went, I love a bit of that. Seven stone, very gay. I shanted in, and they were waiting for me. They had their hats on backwards, they had pants on that weren't shorts and weren't 
I'm not shorts and he's kind of ended there. They had t-shirts on and bands like Bring Me The Horizon before they were big. And I broke my rib, I broke my nose, I went home, bloody does on the last train. I mean, and for anyone who's ever done the last train, Manchester to Liverpool, it's not pretty. And I got home and I was like, man, I don't like rock music. I like Abba. I know you're gay. I know. I already knew. So today we're not going to do the wall of death. We're going to do the wall of love. Okay. You came with a friend. I want you to take your friend like this. Spin him around. Everyone, grab a friend. We're doing a little bit of strictly come dances. Steve Bright Arms just finished the Queen Z show. I am here with Frank. Frank, out of 10, how would you rate the show you just played? Uh, I'll give it uh, a good nine. I think it was good, yeah. There was a lot said about Z's romantic life in the show. If your band had a Tinder profile, what would the bio read? Uh, mad as shit, but thick as hell. <laughs> and there was a heartwarming story about a 15-year-old Z finding their way through music. If there was a 15-year-old who was kind of getting into your band, what advice would you give to them? I'd say, don't listen to anyone that chats shit because they're all knobheads. When it, when it comes to your time, it'll be soon, it'll be sick. There's a lot of people out there that think like you and that will love you, so don't fucking get all caught up in it. Frank, thank you very much for your time. Have a good night. You too, thank you very much. <laughs> okay, now I am here with the Queen Z themselves. How are you feeling about tonight's show? <laughs> How are you feeling about tonight's show? Sweaty and excited. That was a pretty heartwarming tale you told in the middle of your set about you at age 15. Yes. What advice would you give to someone who's 15 now and trying to find their way? Uh, don't go to Bullet for my Valentine concerts. What concerts should they go to? Queen Z concerts. And where can people find your stuff online? Everywhere, Spotify, Bandcamp, everywhere. Do you know when you'll next be in London? I don't, but it will be soon. We've got festival season coming up over summer, so it will probably be towards September. Going to be here, there and everywhere in the meantime, though. And I asked Frank this, I'll ask you as well. If your band had a Tinder profile, what would the bio be? Uh, sexy and sweaty, because that's what I am right now. Thank you very much for your time. Have a great night. Thanks for an awesome show. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you very much to Queen Z and Frank and of the band Queen Z and Nick, Brad, Carl and Josh of the band Youth Sector. And also shout out to Josh's dad who was the one that drove all of their instruments to the venue for that show and then had to drive all of the instruments back, which is why they were in a bit of a rush after their show. Two great bands, two great performances, two new additions to the playlist. So thank you very much to both of them for talking to me and for a great show. Thank you for listening. If you want to find out more about me, I don't know what else there is to know about me, but you can find me on social media at Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram. In fact, on Instagram, I'll put up photos and videos from this show because I took some and they are worth seeing. You can also email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com or patreon.com forward slash saddest night out or one word should you wish to contribute to the cause the music i put at the end of today's episode is half of a demo 
again from the Midnight series. And in my mind, it's the kind of music that could play over the end credits of a John Hughes film. And if you don't know who John Hughes is, Google is your friend. Thank you for listening. Thank you again to the artists for talking to me. And I will see you, if not, tom- if not later today, I will definitely see you tomorrow. Take care.